What's going on, family? This is Pastor Cyril Chavis Jr., and you're now tuned into Glory and Joy. All right, y'all. So we have another question for this week, and the question is, I have been interested in learning more about Enoch. Thank you for your question. Any Bible character has significance for how we can glorify and enjoy God. So let's dive in. All right, check out this passage where we first see Enoch. Now, there are actually two Enochs in the Bible. There is one in Genesis 4, and then there's another in Genesis 5. But I'm assuming your question is actually talking about the second Enoch in Genesis 5. But um, our time for this video won't allow us to dive into the two Enochs and really talk about the ways that together they give a powerful message. But we're just going to look at the second one. So look with me in Genesis chapter 5, starting at verse 18. We're in the middle of a genealogy. Jared lived 162 years and became the father of Enoch. Then Jared lived 800 years after he became the father of Enoch, and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. Enoch lived 65 years and became the father of Methuselah. Then Enoch walked with God 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. All right, so there are a lot of weird things going on in this passage. Number one, Enoch lived for 365 years. No, not days, 365 years. What's happening here? Um, in short, I really do not know. Um, it might be that early on in humanity's history because they were just closer in fellowship with God that they lived longer. It could be something to do with the atmosphere or the earth or the food they ate. I don't know. Um, the reality is, is that all of us living now weren't alive back then. And we really have very limited access to what happened in the early days of humanity's history. Uh, so I believe that the Bible is right here. And I fully accept what the Bible says, even though I myself have no idea of how this happened in my own personal experience. Number two, we learned that Enoch walked with God and then he was not. So like, what does that mean to walk with God and then to be not? Uh, really, the author of Hebrews gives us an insight into this reality. Check it out. Check out Hebrews chapter 11, verses five through six. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death and he was not found because God took him up for he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So Hebrews chapter 11 describes a long list of people in the Bible who lived a life of faith. And the author of Hebrews remembers Enoch as one who lived a life that was filled with faith. And this life of faith is described as a life that believes in God and a life that approaches God, believing that God is the rewarder of those who seek him. Basically, that God will fulfill his promises to those who hold fast to him in faith. Enoch, because of his uh, life that was lived and because of the uh, pleasure of God on his life, God allowed him to pass into the afterlife without experiencing the ordinary way of passing into the afterlife, I guess, physical death. God, I guess, just took him up. All right. And also, number three, 
Enoch was a prophet. The Bible remembers him as a prophet. Check out Jude verse 14 through 15. It was also about these men that Enoch in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied saying, behold, the Lord came with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to convict all the ungodly of all their ungodly deeds, which they have done in an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So what's actually going on here? Jude, which is a book of the New Testament, is actually quoting from the book of Enoch, which is a apocryphal book. Check out our previous video about, about the apocryphal writings. So here's the book right here. Ooh, here it is. Here is the book of Enoch the prophet. It is a... Uh, not only an apocryphal book, but it's also a pseudepigraphal book, uh, which means that the actual author who wrote it used a name that was not his or her own. And basically, Enoch, uh, the, the, the book of Enoch the prophet was not written during Enoch's time. It was written by somebody else who was presumably drawing upon some authentic traditions from Enoch. And this is how we can explain why Jude quotes Enoch the prophet from a pseudopigraphal book like the book of Enoch, that this book contains authentic sayings, prophetic sayings from Enoch the prophet. Lastly, Enoch points us forward to Jesus. Now, when I read Enoch's life, I'm like, yo, how can I become somebody who walked with God so closely and pleases God to such a degree that I avoid death? Well, the truth is we will never become those kind of people in and of ourselves. And we get the sense that Enoch wasn't that kind of person in and of himself either. As we read the whole of the Bible, we get the sense that anyone who uh, had God's pleasure and favor upon them did it as they were looking forward to a savior. And that's the same way that we become these kind of people. We become people who please God and walk with God and who taste death in a different way by looking back towards a savior who lived and died and rose again for us. And his name is Jesus. And by believing in Jesus, we are covered by him. Jesus who perfectly walked with God and perfectly pleased God. He is the one who merited every blessing and every favor from God. And though we haven't merited those things, when we place our trust in Jesus, Jesus shares that status with us. Jesus covers us so that God treats us and loves us as if we perfectly walked with God, as if we uh, perfectly merited his full pleasure. This is what it means to walk with Jesus, to not only have the pleasure of God upon us, but also in our practical lives to grow and grow in our conformity to Jesus. And more and more, as we become more and more like Jesus, God's pleasure uh, is upon us in a greater degree that our entrance into the Christian faith is one in which God is pleased with us and our growth in the Christian faith is one in which God is pleased with us more and more and we enjoy this growth and spiral of pleasure that is the Christian life. Now, when I think of a life that is full of faith and rich in God's pleasure, I think of a question in the Heidelberg Catechism is question number one. Now, a catechism is a question and answer tool that teaches us about truths uh, of, 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 of the Bible. Check out this question in, in the Heidelberg Catechism. 
question, what is your only comfort in life and death? Answer that I'm not my own, but belong, body and soul, in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all my sins with his precious blood and has set me free from the tyranny of the devil. He also watches over me in such a way that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my Father in heaven. In fact, all things must work together for my salvation. Because I belong to him, Christ, by his Holy Spirit, assures me of eternal life and makes me wholeheartedly willing and ready for now, from now on to live for him. And so my practical tip is to create two lists, a list of the ways that God, by the power of his spirit, has actually given you the ability to walk with him and please him. And I want you to receive pleasure from the fact that God is pleased with your obedience. Uh, And I also want you to create a list of the ways in your life that you have not been walking with him and pleasing him and to confess those things to him and receive pleasure from the fact that God has made you right with him, not because of your perfect obedience, but because of the perfect work of your savior, Jesus Christ on your behalf, which you have received by faith. Our family, thank you for tuning in to Glory and Joy. Now, if you please could, please rate us and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And would you please subscribe to us? All right, y'all. Blessings to you. Take care.